This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Tuning in, listening to tonight's edition of Free Talk Live. The telephone number, if you want to call and join the conversation, is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain, Big Loose Mountaineer, and Richie Rich. Uh, uh, no, I'm not asking you guys. I'm asking the listeners. So, I mean, you know. yes. Are you tired of the oppressive rules and moderation of the big social media sites? You've pre-answered. <laughs> Our, I thought you said you weren't asking <laughs> us. I pre-answered. I am not because I don't use them. He pre-answered. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even know what the question was. Are you tired of the oppressive rules and moderation of the big tech social media sites? No, I heard you the first time. <laughs> Our Mastodon server at social.freetalklive can set you free. Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com. Social.freetalklive.com. I will say this. You know what is annoying about X? I'm just share like I have, the fact that they changed their name from Twitter to okay, a I'll, letter. I'll, I'll call them Twitter then. If that <laughs> makes you feel better. Like I'm not subscribed to Elon Musk, but I have multiple Twitter accounts that I use for like multiple facets of my life okay. that I don't want interspersed when I'm scrolling through news. Sure, yeah. But every single time Elon tweets, I get a notification on all of the accounts. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I blocked Elon him. has tweeted. Yeah, I okay. straight up blocked him. Okay. Yeah, he like, uh, out, off the bat every now and again. I'll, I'll every see now some, and again, he'll no, unblock no. himself. No, every now and again, I'll see some. You know, somebody will post something. And it's like they're referencing someone that I've blocked. And I'm like, who did I block? Oh, Elon, Elon, that's who I blocked. But, All right, well, we've got some callers, but so. just the ego on that guy to think that everybody with every interest is interested in him well, just because he runs it. Yeah, I mean, it might be spelled Elon, but it's pronounced ego. Okay. Ego Musk. It. You should take a, a note from Tom. Did anyone ever hear from Tom? No, no. just the one time. Friends Welcome. with everybody. Yep. Didn't bother anyone. Yeah. Yep. yep. Tom was cool. And we forsook him. Forsook? <laughs> we did forsake forsaken. him. Forsaken. We, we, he, he was forsaken. Yes, by, well, everyone. Taken for granted. Definitely. We went, we love this Zuckerberg guy. I was thinking about this the Suck other it, day. Tom. I was thinking about this the other day that, like... We're leaving. They're like, social media, and, like, I find, like... Tech in general uh, is most fun when it's early adoption season, right? So, like, when when MySpace first came out, there was not... The people were like, what, what's a MySpace? And, like, only, space. only the nerds were like, oh, dude, MySpace is cool. It's this website where you can blah, 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 and you do this, that, the other. You Learn a little music, bit of HTML some, coding. Yeah, you know, and blah, blah, you know. And so, like... That's when it was the coolest, was when it was a sort of a new thing. There was an exclusive 
if you will, nerd community, right, who were just discovering it and figuring out how to use it and use all the features and customize it and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't until the general population was onboarded to MySpace that it began to suck. That's when I onboarded. Like I signed up, I signed up for both MySpace and Facebook on like the same day. Really, in like 2007 oh, or around there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I knew of MySpace well before that. I just had zero interest. So, so my, MySpace was my first experience with uh, Web two, and I'm against Web two. I thought it was a terrible, terrible idea. Like I get it. Everyone had basically the same website where they'd put up their face and their name and talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. And MySpace went, you know, we could just do that for you. And everyone went, that just sounds way easier. So they all went to MySpace. And I thought oh, that was the Facebook? beginning. Of, or, no, yeah. no, 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 MySpace. MySpace. They, they had the the uh, you know. The the boilerplate form where you fill out like okay here put your profile picture oh, and talking, right yeah all that yeah they tried to build your site for you instead right. of letting you or making you sort of do it yourself yeah and I saw that and I'm like what I thought was great about end. it was was like it it forced people to learn a thing so like it you needed to know somebody on MySpace to be able to figure out how to build your own page. Right, you're like, yeah, I got the MySpace. I'm trying to get into it, but like, I don't know any what HTML. Do I do? What do I do? Here, I'll show you. And so it created like this sort of brotherhood, right? This sort of like, hey, I'll help you. This community of, I won't call them tech support, but like, if you knew somebody who was already on MySpace, they were more likely to help you figure out how to build your own page because they had one and they had to get help from somebody else too. And so it just it was this cascading interpersonal interaction that got more people on the MySpace, and then. Facebook comes around and there's like a mass migration because like the automation started happening that you're describing and Facebook was like, oh, well, this is a better thing. And everybody's like, yeah, Facebook's better. Everybody migrate over here. I was one of the last ones to move from MySpace to Facebook. Partially because MySpace started to look like Facebook and then Facebook won. Right. Mm. I think the biggest thing was just that Facebook had the ability to look people up. MySpace, it was hard to find people. Yeah. You basically had to get a link from a person if you wanted their MySpace. What That's I a love, benefit. Yeah, what I loved about MySpace, though, was like they didn't care. And to some extent, Facebook doesn't care either. But MySpace totally didn't care about pseudonyms. Right. And you could have as many MySpace pages as you wanted. Right. You could be Bill Smith. You could be Peakless Mountaineer. You could be Jane Doe. Right. It didn't matter. They didn't care. Right. Whereas Facebook decided to care. They decided at some point that, like, we have to crack down on people who aren't using their authentic names, right? And then Facebook, like, got into a bunch of crap with their user base about, well, what does authentic name mean? Do you mean government, government ID? No, mm. actually, they that's what they meant, but they weren't allowed to legally say that. So they had to say, like, you can verify your authentic uh, name by using something like a driver's license or a birth certificate or something with your authentic name on it. Right, and then it bat way down the list. They had a bunch of other stuff, right? Well, I know your story, but yeah. I've shared mine as well. I'm I'm ID verified on Facebook and LinkedIn as Richie Rich. Nice. I uh, I gave like I got on LinkedIn for I don't know, man, like a half an hour, and I immediately discovered how crappy it was. Like I'm like, no, I don't want to be connected to all these people in the employment realm, right? Uh, so I got rid of it, and then like. 
a couple of years go by and I applied for this job and they're like, and we need you to give us your LinkedIn profile. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. All right. So I already had it. I just, I didn't cancel it. I just never used it. I never right. logged back into it. So a couple of years later, I logged back into it and I update some things and like, you know, it, it did the job. It got me the job. But like, yeah. uh, as soon as I got the job, I, uh, I was like, nope, oh, <laughs> done. <laughs> then I, I deleted it. I recently fired up LinkedIn. Just LinkedIn to, is evil, dude. That's fine, but I, you know, I was having an issue with GameStop tech support, and so I fired up LinkedIn and found the board of directors and reached out to them to let them know they had a consumer complaint about their tech support, and the the problem was solved like three days later, after two months of back wow. and forth with tech support. So th- there is a benefit. To being able to contact people through LinkedIn. Mm. All right, uh, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. I believe this is Crichton in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, good. What's on um, your mind? I wanted to revisit a topic that came up about a week or so ago between uh, you guys and uh, Mark Ridley of the Ridley Report. Dave Ridley. Dave Ridley. Right. Dave Ridley. I'm sorry. Dave Ridley of the Ridley Report. He was reporting on a uh, UN movement to ban nuclear weaponry. And I call him a fascist. Yes, and I want to go there. Go there. I do want to go there. Please go there. You want to call Dave a fascist, or you want to argue with Richie about Dave not being a fascist? I'm not going to call Dave a fascist, Okay, but he's probably going to call me a fascist before we're over. um, Don't act like a fascist and you won't get called a fascist. I I am okay with being called names, but I want to present a slightly different perspective that you might appreciate. Um, okay. The United States is, has a treaty with pretty much every country in the world that it has any treaties with at all that says that it cannot possess, uh, from a military or federal level, um, facilities that are capable of producing um, gas weapons, like sarin gas, those kinds of things. It's, it's a weapons treaty. Um, and I'm hearing part and parcel to this treaty, the United States prohibits itself from owning makeup companies. Okay. okay. Know, it seems so bizarre, but I'm going to explain it. Sounds to me like there are ways of turning makeup companies into uh, chemical weapons manufacturers. So which far, I'm not going to call you a fascist. Which is not really that surprising. I mean, all of the so-called chemicals, these are all petrochemicals. And the thing about petrochemicals, you can turn everything into everything. It's just a question of how expensive it is to do. But I'm going to explain to you why it is the government prohibits itself from doing that, even though it does not prohibit uh, private manufacturers from developing makeup companies. Is it because it looks good? The reason is, the reason is even though... Um, the United States government does not care about making making weaponry at all. Um, what they want to prevent is the ability, the, the, the problem of making a target for a foreign terrorist or attacker within the public. In other words, they don't want to make it obvious to their foreign adversaries that they have a facility that can make such a uh, gas weapon in any kind of civilian area because it becomes its own problem because it becomes a target for a foreign attack. Well, it would be that company's responsibility to defend itself. 
right? That's yes, that's private. That's private ownership and private defense. And that's part of the problem. So What's the problem? The, the problem I'm speaking of is what, what between yourself and Dave Ridley. The argument is is that he he made the point that it, that this treaty agree would potentially in some time in the future make nuclear weapons for these same governments illegal. Now, I agree with you. That does not mean that you as an individual should not be able to have a nuclear weapon. Well, that's, well, why, the, I, for the that's record, why I called him a fascist, because he said I, am, I couldn't. I am all for making it illegal for governments to own nuclear weapons. I think that the, I gonna, think the governments of the world have proven themselves to be the least responsible weapons users ever. And as such, any effort that we can make to keep weapons out of their hands is a good one. But that's not where I'm going. I, I knew you would agree with that. Where I'm going is, is that by you possessing a nuclear weapon, then you become a greater target. And the problem is, is not that you can't guarantee or, or roughly guarantee that you know what you're doing with your own weapon. The problem is, is that you can't ultimately defend yourself from a foreign national without the United States government's uh, participation in that. They should participate in that. But they won't, and you know they won't. Well, I don't even think they should, right? Private ownership, private defense. If I'm going to I'm have saying, a nuclear weapon, I again, this goes back to my property thing, like you have to be able to defend it. Luckily for you, yes. you have a nuclear weapon, right? I understand that, but I'm, I'm trying to make the point that if you possess a nuclear weapon, you can't practically guarantee that. You can't be that defender. I don't have to guarantee guarantee anything. There is no guarantee of defense under any circumstance. You are putting the onus on the you are putting the onus on the owner to guarantee safety for for that you wouldn't put on anybody else. Do you understand that? Because you are acting as if government actors can guarantee safety of these things. When if you look at their track record, they do not. And they've written it into their and they've written it into their laws that they have no responsibility to. Sir, ma'am, actually, my point is that whether it's a government or not, they can't guarantee the safety of that weapon. And it is such a a dangerous. Look, you can't guarantee the safety of your passenger when you take them into your vehicle. I know that. So we should prevent everyone from driving or from taking passengers. Why is guaranteed safety such a big. Then why are you putting the onus on anybody who owns something to guarantee safety? That's ludicrous. But that's what we have to do. No, you don't. It is not. That's no. dumb. Wait, wait, why? It's not, you... it's not fascistic. Hang, hang it's on, just dumb. Hang on. Uh, Crichton, why do you believe that that's just what we have to do? What makes you say that? I'm saying that because you accept the liability, the responsibility of being that kind of weapon owner. You have to be able to do that. You have to do your best effort. Thus, no, I don't. Crichton. No, I don't. Well, so for the like, same reason as the vehicle example I just gave. Right now, if you're a responsible vehicle owner, right um, here in New Hampshire, it's not it's not required by law for you to have uh, auto insurance. It's a choice; you can have it or not. I personally think it's a good idea, and so as a responsible vehicle pilot uh, and owner, I choose to carry some insurance. Right, but if and, you give me a ride, are you going to guarantee my safety? Nope. Nope. Why not? Well, because you're the ride provider, Captain. Yeah, because like you no ought to guarantee can, the safety yeah. of any passenger. Right. 
So okay, I, I, maybe guarantee isn't the best word. Okay, how about best effort? Well, the, I don't have to make a best effort. Well, well hold on. They you think aggressing. someone's going to own a nuke and not make a best effort to keep that nuke from getting stolen? <laughs> you're, pu- you're putting the onus on the victim. I didn't say stolen. You're putting I didn't the, say stolen. You're putting the onus on the victim. How about you just stop listen, people from okay, aggressing? Okay, listen stolen or broken or uh, exploded. You think they're not going to make a best effort to... To protect something right. that is that expensive? Go, go ahead, Craig. I believe that they would. I believe that you would. But that is exactly. Then what the are point. we talking about here? But we're, you're talking past me because you won't let me speak. Here's the thing: a best effort. Let's let's not say guarantee because you're right. That would be impossible. I'm usually right, effort. but go ahead. When you when you get into a car well, with, not with somebody crazy else driving, either. when you get into a car with somebody else driving, you're making the assumption that they will make the best effort. To stay on the road and stay in their lane. No, I've gotten in the car with a drunk friend when I'm supposed to be the designated driver. He said, I can handle it. I go, let's see what you can do. Whoa, man, you missed your turn. Circle back. Okay. But Mm -hmm. when you own a a firearm, you you do know that you have to make a best effort. You should make a best effort that when you fire into the woods hunting, that you know what's behind your target. So when you, you own property, effort. you have to be responsible for the actions of the property that you own. If that's going to be your analogy, I would have to make my best effort to make sure it's safe when I choose to detonate my my nuclear weapon. Which yeah. we've already established, yes, it's possible on like a two miles of two mile acreage, two miles of land, right? Minus fallout or whatever, but the the, the smallest nuke you can get you can blow up two two miles, two square miles of land. I would have to make my yeah. best effort, right? You would have to make your best effort. But do you understand? But if, but if someone some sneaks up behind me and unholsters my weapon and shoots the clerk, right? That's not on me. Okay. If if you have your your weapon in your basement and you and you don't put an alarm on your house, are you making your best effort? I, number yes. one, yeah. Number one, you shouldn't have to. And the only places that that's a problem is places where the state dictates it. So, I shouldn't yes. have to lock up my firearms in my home on the off chance that a burglar breaks in and grabs it. And I mean, you, that's a you, state function. You want to talk about fascism? Everything that you're saying says that fascism is awesome because it's arbitrary where you're drawing the line of what is too dangerous. It's arbitrary where you're drawing the line of what is sufficient for me to consider it your best effort. No, you just want to run people's lives. I want no, a loaded shotgun above I my bed. Then talk life. like you I don't want to run people's lives because everything you've said so far is about telling people what to do with their property. You know how wrong you Not are? Once. You have me and Peakless Not agreeing with each other. I say that you that's had fair. to do what I said. That, that, that's actually... It that is the underlying said. premise of your argument. No, it's not. The underlying premise of my argument is that at a weapon of that size and possible destruction... It is impossible for you to have a best practice, as even the government can't do that. I agree that it is impossible for us to make you happy. I'm just trying to see. You will not be satisfied with anything that we do. Okay, so if uh, who's going to let's ask one follow-up question: Who's going to adjudicate best practice and take my nuke from me? 
I didn't say anyone would take your nuke from me. I already said right from the start that I agreed that you had your position on When you say you're not allowed to have correct. a thing, it implies someone's going to take it from you. I didn't say you weren't allowed to have it. I specifically said I agree with you that you should be able to have that weapon. Then everything you've said after that is pointless. No, I'm trying to point out the perspective from Dave Ridley. I don't care what his perspective merit. is. He said as, I couldn't own as, it. He said I shouldn't be able to own it, and 8 billion people would try to take I it from me. did not say that you should not be able to own it. Not once did I say that. Okay. Then, I then, 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 I, then I'll go back to everything you've said after that is pointless. Because Dave Ridley's no. argument was that I should not be able to own it. And if you disagree with Dave Ridley not, and agree with me, then you don't need to make an excuse for his fascist position. No. I'm trying to help you see that there is merit in the treaty I don't. I. I'm not party to that treaty. No. No. And I would not be party to any treaty that says I cannot own a thing. But likewise, the treaty that I pointed out that does exist that limits the federal government from owning uh, makeup companies. But, but that that treaty that prevents the government from owning makeup companies, by extension, prevents private business from owning makeup companies. No. Nope. And I'm against that. How does it do that? He just said they couldn't have makeup company plants in, in, in the country because the government signed a treaty. They exist. What? I thought he said that they earlier exist. on. Maybe I misheard. They, they do exist. I've I, I, I used that yeah, example on purpose. Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. Then now, I misheard. I, I apologize. Abso- I misheard. I am absolutely in favor of anything that limits the government, especially if it actually effectively does so. I would make it illegal for them to own paper clips, given the opportunity. Toilet seats and hammers. <laughs> yeah, make no mistake. Everything they own, they own only and exclusively through violent theft. Yep. That is all. So, yes, I would be happy to make... And if you want to start at nukes, that's a great place to start. With the makeup plants, I thought he said it makes them a target for our enemies. And if you want to start at makeup plants, I'm fine there, too. Hold on, guys. Uh, Crichton, I just want to say you get the verbal uh, award, the the peace award, because your your call (laughs) here did, as Richie Rich pointed out, uh, made Peakless and Richie Rich agree on a thing. That's an indicator that you're wrong. <laughs> I because, don't even care because we like don't how agree. He got to it. it just happened, and it's never happened before. So, Crichton, congratulations. Uh, you have won the award, and thank you so much for the call, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> and for our next call, Flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning Crichton. I'm going to have to change his name in the system, so like when he calls it, the caller ID pops up and says, The award-winning Crichton. There you go. <laughs> That was fantastic. Yeah, if I misunderstood the way he presented the example, I apologize. But I thought he said that you're not allowed to have a makeup company in America because it makes it a target for terrorists I'm, to blow up. I'm just surprised you guys agreed. That's, That's how wrong now, he was. Now, That's the point. Maybe we need to extend this to corporations since they are, in fact, actually part of the government, aren't allowed to own makeup companies. Great. So have a business that isn't incorporated. 603-283-6160 is the number. If you would like to join the conversation, who will be the next award-winning caller to get Peakless and Richie Rich to agree on a premise? It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. 
That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com News update. The Pentagon finally launching strikes in Iraq and Syria after Iran-backed proxy groups killed three members of the U.S. military last week. At least 85 targets hit. B-1 bombers flown from here in the U.S. to the Middle East to carry out the strikes. The bodies of the three sergeants, two women ages 23 and 24, and one man who was 46, flown back to Dover Air Force Base Friday in Delaware. President Biden, First Lady Jill, and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin on hand for the somber ceremony. And taking a look now at USA Business News, a big burst and hiring taking place in January. The government says 353,000 jobs added. That's almost twice what economists had predicted for the month. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says unemployment at 3.7%. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy appreciate what we do help us advertise market and promote for just five dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com
303-283-6160. That is the Domestic Terrorist Hotline. I'm sorry, that's the call-in number for Free Talk Live. Although the feds would, you know, think those are one and the same. Michigan militia. <laughs> they have, in fact, classified libertarians as uh, domestic terrorists. Oh, man. So, yeah. And anybody who was even at J6... Yep. Much less like participated or like went inside or whatever, climbed the wall. Like just people that were standing outside. They now have a, a file on you if you were there. They also have a file on people and have classified you a domestic terrorist if you were at some other, uh, like a, a, another state capital uh, during the J6 thing, right? Because mm-hmm. these, these protests didn't just happen in D.C., Right. Uh, other people gathered at other places of, you know, like state capitals, stuff like that. Uh, and so. Uh, and to those people, I have to ask so how do you feel about the Patriot Act now? Yeah. If you've ever listened to Ron Paul speak, you're on the list. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. If you ever thought that, hey, I really like freedom, you just might be a domestic terrorist. <laughs> uh, before we go on, Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? You can live your life on Dash with BitRefill.com, where you can buy gift cards from big retailers, including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Thanks to the Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash.org. All right. Apparently, you guys have, uh, your agreement has fired up some callers. Oh, no. I don't know if it was specifically your agreement. I'm just assuming. I assume the world shakes when this happens. <laughs> We're going to do some is, wonder twins is, and is, really make things time happen. Is time going to warp? <laughs> Are both of you guys going to show up uh, on your next uh, day to be on Free Talk Live with goatees instead of beards and I'll show up with a big beard? I don't know, but we might at least do the time warp dance. Let's do the time warp again. This is why you got to split us up and have, can't have us on the same night, Kevin. So here's a Too question. <laughs> the first time the Time Warp dance was done, did they sing again? Ooh. Because it is a Time Warp. So you would think that someone would go back in time from after that and to before we- that, so you would be accurate in calling it again. Maybe the only way to close the Time Warp is for them to always say again. Mm. Or does that keep it open? Nah. I am, you know... Hey, I've seen this movie. It looks to me like they're keeping it open. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. Uh, this is Jack, I believe, calling from West Virginia. Is that right, Jack? Yes, sir. Hey, you're live on the radio. What's on your mind? Well, I'm not even sure what radio I'm on because uh, <laughs> I'm listening to Free Talk Live, and there's a bunch of girls on there talking, telling us to call in using this phone number. Uh-huh. So when I called it, I got you guys. So I don't even know who I'm uh, talking to now. So some of the radio stations that broadcast our show do what we call a delayed broadcast. Uh, and so okay. you're probably listening to a show from either Wednesday or Thursday when uh, we have Bonnie and Nikki on here. Uh, and At so- least we know what it takes to get them to call in. They have a female <laughs> voice saying call into the show. We all got to talk like well, this from now on. The thing of it is, I mean, I mean, why can't they run you live tonight, you know, instead of something recorded like that? That would be a question for your local program director. Yep. Indeed. If you want to call your local station and and ask, hey, uh, can you run Free Talk Live live instead of on a delay? That that might help us uh, actually get on that station live. We'd appreciate that. But what were the girls saying that, you know, compelled you to call and what would you like to talk about? Well, 
Um, there's no point in me bringing it up because it, it has because they'll bring it up anyway. What you guys have been talking about tonight, <laughs> especially that last caller uh, who lost me in the first thirty seconds. Oh, sorry about that. Um, and then you, and then you got into it with him. So then both of you lost me. I, I did have a moment of eyes glaze over. There. Yeah, I have a tendency to get into right. it with callers. When they're dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got a nonsensical call here now because I know who I'm talking to now. <laughs> and uh, you guys were talking about MySpace and Facebook. You yeah. were. Well, I, I was also on MySpace uh, for, for some period of time. Mm-hmm. And then I heard this thing called Facebook. So I, I, I logged into Facebook. And guess what? There was nobody there. I mean, there were a few <sighs> businessmen Once there. And as I recall, they advertised it actually for business people to connect with each other, almost like LinkedIn. LinkedIn. And so anyway, I looked around. There was no one there. I went back to MySpace. So like six months later, all I hear is Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. So I logged back in again, you know, using a different name because I'd already left it. And all of a sudden, it seemed like the whole world was there. Mm-hmm. And yep. at that time, as you said, you could use a nickname, anything you wanted on Facebook. Right. And uh, you know how you save uh, your your bookmarks and so forth on your computer. My bookmark still has my original nickname used for Facebook. Wow. Anyway, so Facebook contacts everybody in the world and says, we have to have a real name. You've got to send us, like you said, a birth certificate or a driver's license or something that proves it. So I was adopted when I was 17. Okay. So I sent them my first birth certificate, which is not my legal name. Right. Because I didn't want Facebook to know my legal name. Okay. I I think it's horrible. I mean, the cops must go to Facebook to find out everything in the world about you, right? Oh, yeah. All of the best criminals do. Yeah. And I say that, I mean, more than just cops. Like, uh, I have heard countless, and I see it still to this day on the Facebook, where people are like, well, I'm getting ready to go on my two-week vacation to Mexico. Oh, Going to make sure I, you right. know, log off the thing. And, like, you know, I've notified the mail to stop delivering my mail. And I won't be back for two weeks. I'll send you guys lots of photos. Bye. And, like, okay. And those are the same people. Yeah, those are the same people that take pictures of their home and the interior. Yeah. And quite often, they're minor children. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, with you. These people are fools. What's wrong with them, right? Well, it's culturally acceptable now for what? I mean, what's wrong with them is a legitimate question. I would start out with the public education system. And then I'd like to point out that their air, food, water, and everything else is extremely poisonous. So, yeah, there's a reason people are doing stupid things. And it's... Well, it go- yeah, it goes back to the old saying, there's nothing free in this world. Amen. And, and uh, you're giving up more than money when you when you give in to Facebook and other platforms like yeah. it, you yeah. know. Anyway. Ton stuff. Uh, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Back on. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, I'll let you know. Until the girls come back on so I can call them and tell them what I wanted to tell them. So I'll, I'll let you talk know. to you guys later. I'll let you know, Jack, before you go, that uh, uh, Wednesday and Thursday is when Bonnie's in the first chair. Uh, Nikki is on one of those two days. I don't remember which. I think Wednesdays. 
uh, but Bonnie's on both days. And then uh, on the weekends, uh, it's myself and uh, kind of a rotating uh, cast of people as well. So, uh, a motley crew. If you want to talk about uh, you know what you called about tonight, uh, try and give a call between 7 and 10 on Wednesday. Uh, and if not, then Thursday, and you'll probably get the, the hosts you were seeking, okay? Well, I'm also going to call the station manager and ask them why they're not running you live on the weekends. Give him what uh, we first. appreciate it. We, we, we well, issue I you a verbal award as well. Yeah, I used to work at that station as a, a talk show host, so I know him. I'm going oh, to ask even better. why he's not running you guys. Awesome. Yeah. Jack, no- right, thanks. nothing but love. Take Bye. care. I will also say this regarding what you post on Facebook or MySpace or social media. Yeah. Um, operational security is your personal responsibility. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Like you figure it out what's best for you. And if that's how you want to play it, yeah. Yeah. don't be mad when the results reflect it. Right. Yeah. Uh, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Yep. Uh, if you do not know what the, if you do not see the price, you are the product. And that is every bit is true with public education and with Facebook. And I'd like to point out that the reason MySpace didn't force you to identify yourself with your driver's license is because they have not been invested in and directed by the government from the very beginning, where yeah. Facebook absolutely has. And my, MySpace was during that period of time, maybe that at the end of that period of time, where everyone online had a handle. Right. Right. And it was okay yeah. to have a handle. Yeah, it was it was insane not to. That was right. the first rule of the internet, man. The don't first rule of name. Real name. Uh, yeah, don't don't put your credit card information, don't put your address, don't put any personal identifying information online. That was the first rule of the internet. It's still the first rule of the internet. It's just that as Richie Rich pointed out, it's culturally acceptable to do so now. More than culturally acceptable. It is expected. It's almost required, depending on where yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, Stay off of Facebook. Join our Mastodon. But don't worry. Google will protect our identity. Just no. put all of your information into them. They'll vouch for you. And then you won't be putting your information on the internet. Solved it. Uncle Google knows everything. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. That's hilarious. Uh, let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. Uh, I believe this is Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Wow. It's nice to hear you guys. It's been a minute. Hey. <laughs> it's surprising to hear you after so long. It's nice to hear. Yeah, I know. Just uh, I just didn't. You know that? Didn't they have that one guy that just talk about whatever they want to talk about? Show that I mean, I'm you surprised that you guys are taking live calls. We've been taking. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I think what you're thinking about, Sarah, is um, we do the live call-in show now on Wednesday and Thursday, Saturday and Sunday. The rest of the days of the week, uh, we have a pre-recorded uh, show from what we call the family of Free Talk Live shows. So on Monday, there's this guy Ernie doing a show. On uh, Tuesday, it's uh, Nate and Chuck, and then on Friday, it's uh, Gardner. Uh, so th- these are pre-recorded shows. Uh, and uh, we're we're just trying to introduce people to new content from new people, new hosts, and that kind of a thing. So uh, they're part of the Free Talk oh, Live family. Yeah. You know what? I think that's why I went out of commission. There was only one night, and was uh, Bonnie was taking live calls. All the other ones were pre-recorded, so uh, I just kind of got like got involved with all sorts of other stuff. She started but running with the I, wrong crowd. Mm. <laughs> Did you start doing drugs, Sarah? No, 
I just okay, I just good. got um, really involved uh, putting on that library meeting and my network company. Mm-hmm. So there's a library room right by the entrance, and then we just have a welcome sign. Everybody just wanders in, asks questions, and that's it. And then they just um, stay there for five. And they, you know, we just give them our card. And they and then they leave. So it's a it's an open meeting. So I've been involved with that. Okay, is this what you called so about tonight? Huh? Is this why you called tonight to talk about the library well, thing? I was just gonna. I, I I really want to talk about Eleanor Chavez. She got hit by a, a speeder going uh, running a red light here in um, Albuquerque, and they were remem- her family's remembering her. So I well now we're averaging like four pedestrian for hundred thousand people. So I'm still gonna blame the state for this. Well, you know what? I did talk to the uh, state. Um, our governor's office people, and what they have told me that our community have fought and fought and fought, fought off the red light camera. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, really? I said, I'm one of those ones that really wanted to fight and fight to keep them on. So I'm, I guess there's a lot of people that showed up and really fought it. Yeah, but, I don't even uh, think it's the so. red light cameras. I don't think that in a free market, uh, the meat popsicle should have the right of way over the 3000 pound death machine right like that has to be mandated by the state otherwise people will be like i don't want to step off the curb if there's a 3000 pound death machine coming this you know in the other direction i will take care of my own safety don't people have a motivation to do that anyway no because the state goes you step into the crosswalk you have the right of way the car has to stop or they're in violation of the law, and so pedestrians will step out in front of the car. I think you underestimate what people would do if that law were changed. I think people would be just as likely to step out in front of the car. Oh, well, but they would be liable for themselves. Where you guys are at. Over here, that's the opposite. If you you step out, they have the right to kill you and run off, and they'll never get caught. Over here, that's why we kill four pedestrians for every 100,000 people. We're capacity. Oh, oh, that's I mean, not against the law in New Mexico? Wait, wait. You're saying that a car can hit a pedestrian and drive away, and that's cool? Well, I mean, they never get caught. What's the, well, that's different. They never get put to jail. I mean, for every one of them. So so there are laws like, against it, though, right? Like, if, if you are in a car and you hit a pedestrian and then you drive away, uh, that is against New Mexico law currently, right? That's correct, but okay. if you uh, but, and, uh, and my suggestion is that, that get caught, incentivizes people to step yeah, up. Yeah. So and then and then the lead, the law is be like, well, it's an accident. I didn't see that person. Well, well so my position is that uh, the laws as they exist today obviously do not work to prevent this from happening. Otherwise, well, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I don't. You know, that's just always been like this. Uh, yeah, they don't protect uh, pedestrians much here in New Mexico. You know, it's which is why then, people need to take personal responsibility and protect themselves. But when they feel like they're protected from the law, right? They don't always act in accordance with their best by interest. the law. By the law, yeah, protected by the law. I wish I could be protected from the law. Okay. 
If I just can I, can I say something? Did you know we killed 103? I have never lived here where it went over 97 in the whole state of New Mexico. So three years ago, it was it reached 103. I I was just like baffled, you know. Is that per year? So I get. Yeah, like I think one year, year it broke that mark. Okay, so like, yeah, I thought 93 was pretty bad. 97 yeah. was the highest, but it went over 100 and. Well, over a hundred, hundred and three pedestrians. So be I, I more mean, responsible as a pedestrian. Well, right, you got to run for your life and get out of the car's way. As you should, <laughs> because that 3,000-pound death machine is trying to run you down. I, I have an Hustle. idea. I have an idea Hustle. that might work. Sarah, are you familiar with bubble wrap? I... I I don't know about that. You know, you get it in when, when you get a fragile package, you know, from Amazon or something in the mail. They wrap it in this yeah. in this in these this you know paper filled with bubbles or plastic filled with bubbles, right? So mm-hmm. bubble wrap is one of the most resilient uh, things on planet Earth. I've seen a six-year-old pop it. Uh, no, 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 oh, no. Okay. So like, I have shipped uh, you know like a five thousand dollar guitar. Uh, across mm. country, but wrapped in several layers of bubble wrap, and it wow, and it made those. it successfully. So my suggestion to you, Sarah, is to invest in several rolls of bubble wrap, and then wrap yourself in it before wandering mm-hmm. outside as a protective measure. She's never been hit though. Yeah. Also, I'd yeah, like to point out that like it, going from ninety-seven to one hundred three, Sarah, that? Sarah, I'm just going to mm-hmm. warn you. It's going to keep going up. So there's this thing called population. And when a population gets bigger, the number of people who get hit by by cars also gets bigger. So you should really brace yourself. That number will keep going up for as long as you're alive. I I want to brag about something. Did you know that I got 18 free loyalty dollars coming up that I got to use on products? Oh, I wow. To, I have three people below me now, and every time they buy, I get 7% free loyalty dollars. I was nice. so amazed. The and benefits of multi-level shipping, marketing. What will you spend it on? I don't think on? so. We don't call ourselves that. We call ourselves the network marketing. Yeah, whatever. But, That's fine. What will you spend yeah, the, 18, so I, the 18 loyalty dollars on? Running shoes. Well, and then, and then the, I had the ten dollars from shipping last month. I spent on shipping. They gave it to me for free loyalty dollars. They just want to keep you on the hook. So, um, so I got to spend like almost thirty dollars. I got uh, beef fuel shots. I ex- uh, order extra more soaps. I was like, oh my god! I was so excited. I mean, you know what I mean? So I'm she's all clean and energized. Up, you know? Yeah. Well, no wonder you're calling again. So. Let me ask you, Sarah, do you kind of wish that you could still call in every single night? Uh, well, I mean, um, no, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that I could call in three nights out of the week now, Wednesday, Saturday, Friday, and Thursday. I'll Not take, even close. But all right. <laughs> I'll take whatever I could get. It's Wednesday, you know Thursday, mean? Saturday, and Sunday. Focus on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the whatever I to, remember. to get my ideas uh, ideas out there because uh, your your show has actually really helped push a lot of issues like the human trafficking. Mm. You yeah, know that's I mean? true. So, yeah, you know what? At least I, I didn't know you liked our show. And, well, or did you Our governor is gonna Ever. open up the you know, human trafficking laws here this year, so I'm just so excited. Human trafficking, huh? 
What does that mean yeah, to open the, up the uh, laws? I think they're, um, aren't they like the illegal people that bring the illegals and they traffic the girls? They're going to go after them harder. So, uh, you know. Sounds like just I'll, an excuse I'll, to go after the illegals. I don't know. You know, the human women, abusing women here have been really bad in this state. We had a lot of human trafficking really bad in this state, and they did have to toughen up the sentencing. So that's going to happen. Have so. you been abusing women? No, okay, but, just checking. Um, I mean, part of the problem no, with those human trafficking laws is sometimes they charge the victims. Right. And that's a problem, too. Yeah. Hey, uh, while we have you, I'm curious, uh, what do you think about the possibility of going to war with Iran? Oh, no Possibility. <laughs> Whiplash. Uh, going to the war with Iran. Yeah. Haven't, haven't We've always been kind of against Oceania. Iran. Uh, we've always been. Well, yeah, the U.S. has been bombing brown people since uh, before I was born. Wait, I whiplashed her suddenly talking about her rewards. That didn't get you. Okay. Well, why you why you value no. Sarah's opinion on war with Iran? Because she has a surprisingly <laughs> average opinion. Okay. Like, right. have you seen Idiocracy? All right. I mean, seriously, she's like right down the middle of okay. a whole group of people I never get to talk to. So this it's, is baseline America opinion that you're trying to get to the bottom of here. It's, Pretty it's, much, yeah. It's right, really because okay. I, I kind of expect it from Sarah. I don't expect it from you. Now that I know the motive. Because I know proceed. you. Yeah, no, the, I mean, I would like to know what America thinks about the fact that we might be about to destroy everything. Because, I mean, that is basically what this goes to. The Iran. Because uh, when I see the travel show, they would have walls uh, with murals on it with the skeletons. That, um, and then they would make the, what the, it's like a proxy of Israel or something. And they, they had the American flag with a skeletons on it. They've always been anti-American, anti-Jewish Forever in Iran. So why are I'm we totally surprised? Lost. I mean, I'm gonna let why are we listen. surprised that we're going to war with them? They don't get along with us. Well, wouldn't they? Because we don't open up trade. Drones to help the Russians from the Black Sea. I mean, to the to bomb the Ukrainian ships. They were working with the Russians to launch. Um, bombs and stuff like off off of Iran. So why why are we surprised? So what do you think should be done about it? You know, I mean, I could have, uh, what are we supposed to do about it? Whatever the the country decide to decide, what, what, are, what are you going to do about it? What are, Do you think we have any say-so in all of this? Yes, I don't actually. Think- like, ordinary people have a surprising amount of say-so in just about everything. Otherwise, they wouldn't bother to use propaganda. Apologize, mea culpa, open up trade. Well, I I. I don't know that there's nothing really people have been involved with anti-war protests and they work only so long and then they wait five years. They started back up the wars again. So, okay. But look at what happens when we don't like, if there are no anti-war protests, it goes nuts. Oh, yeah. Like like 9-11. 9-11 stopped, like, a lot of anti-war sentiment throughout the country. Never forget. Like, a huge amount of anti-war sentiment just ended. And what was the result? We went to war with half a dozen countries right away? That didn't fly the planes. Yeah, none of which were actually involved, according to the official story. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a, what you call a 9/11 truther. I, I really believe that it was an inside job, so that wow. the America would have a reason to go 
Red pilled Sarah, average American, right here, Peakless. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. When did you become a nine eleven truther? Well, you know, I I was um, several years ago. I was they listening to Free Talk Live. They had cable access to the channel, and they had a, a nine eleven truther show. All right. Well, hey, and Sarah, thank things. you for the call. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live to come. Sarah's a red pill? Wow, Who man. saw that coming? Yeah, not me. Uh, more Free Talk Live is coming up. Hour number three is next. Don't go anywhere. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs? Truck drivers? law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. 